The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. We're also brought to you by the Golf Gambling Podcast's TaylorMade Stealth 2 Driver Giveaway. Head over to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash driver to enter today before the big drawing on Sunday, April 8th. And we're also brought to you by Baseball Money is Fake, our fantasy baseball podcast. Join Blake Meyer and myself three times a week and get all the player breakdowns and statistical data you need to dominate. Everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Doing fantastic here. A beautiful Wednesday evening in Philadelphia, up in the 70s here. Went for, went for a nice walk earlier. Got that in. Come exercise in. So yeah, now I'm here to uh, talk some hockey. So uh, happy to have you back, Talon, and happy to talk some hockey. Been a great day for your boy. It's the best kind of work when uh, the draft odds are finally populating. The draft market in the NFL is absolutely live right now. It's uh, uh, I was supposed to go down to the depot, get rid of a bunch of my empties, but there's too much work to do. So many uh, draft bets to make, man. I've been uh, doing that for like six, seven hours now. Well, in between making a few golf bets, uh, because even though it's Easter weekend and I'll be away all weekend uh, dealing with family stuff, mass and all that stuff, I still have to make a few bets, given how many options there are and uh, given how excited and how hard I was seeing uh, Talon's oh, card. Uh, man, he he's going all out, so I had to make a, a few bets of my own. But uh, yeah, my, my best bet is... Uh, Minus 245, Scheffler, Rory, Rom, not to win. So uh, that, that's what I'm banking on. Uh, we're, we're going against the big guns tonight, or this weekend, rather. Okay, buddy. I've been so freaking fired up for the Masters, man. You saw the slate if you are in the Discord earlier. We're low now. We got 52 bets ready to rock and roll heading into tomorrow. I can't wait. I got to work tomorrow night and Friday night, but I'm off all Saturday and I'm off all Sunday. Oh, I'm going to be parking my ass on the couch Beers will be flowing. Going to fire up some charcuterie, make some nice stew or something. It's going to be a grand old time, gentlemen. I cannot wait. The Gabagool. The Gabagool, baby. Come on, you know. No, it's going to be awesome, dude. The Masters is the absolute best time of the year, yo. It's like the Super Bowl, the NHL playoffs, everything all put into one for me. So I am so stoked. It's going to be a fantastic time. Uh, but still, not to be lost. There's tons of good stuff going on this weekend, man. We're going to jump right through it. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man. Tons of stuff going on, like we just said. We got the Masters. Of course we do. We got NHL playoffs are around in like a week. How freaking insane is that? That's going to be crazy. Uh, NBA's in the same boat. Their playoffs are happening. March Madness is over now, I believe. Mm-hmm. Women's yeah. and men's. Yes. We covered that, yeah. Okay, right on, right on. So that's done. But there's still tons of good stuff, baby. We got F1 doing its thing. I don't think they're racing this weekend, but there's still stuff going on. NASCAR, MMA, baseball. Baseball's killing it. Ryan, give us a little update in the baseball world. How's that all going? Uh, baseball's going good. I was telling, telling you before the show, I, I finally made some money on my bets. Uh, Phillies are still still shit, but baseball's yeah. back. Uh, I'm excited. 
All right, there you go. So you got baseball going on, tons of good stuff going on in the world of sports, man. Uh, and of course, you can find the, all the information on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Read the articles. There's a lot of effort that goes into that article. I know they say it all the time, man, but there's definitely some good stuff. So be sure to go check that out and uh, listen to the other shows, man. Everybody's kicking ass. Everybody's doing such a good job on all their shows. So go give them some love. Ryan's killing it on the Baseball Money is Fake uh, podcast with him and Blake there. So be sure to go check that out as well. A uh, great way to make some money, guys. So shout out to the shout out to the website. Uh, and then shout out to everybody in the Discord, of course. All the pals in the Discord, everyone's showing up, everybody's posting pics, having a good time, winning lots of money, being a great support system. That's all that matters in the end, baby. The memes are flying. There's tons of stuff going on in there that I don't even understand sometimes. That's how awesome it is. So shout out to all the friends and pals in the Discord. Uh, if you're not in the Discord, you're not making money, baby. Yeah, and uh, make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast uh, on Apple, sg.pn slash hockey, Spotify, sg.pn slash hockey s, or just search for the Hockey Gambling Podcast on your preferred platform there. Continue to leave us, leave us uh, five-star ratings and reviews. We've got, got a five-star rating, I saw, but uh, not, no review with it. But, uh, we like those. We, li- we like seeing those. But uh, yeah, just uh, keep keep plugging along here. So somebody just left a review without a rating on no, Apple? No, just a rating without a review. Oh, wait. All right. I mean, that's cool. I guess probably my mom. no, no. Yeah, a, 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 yes, a rating without a re- review. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, we're gonna jump into lock dogs in total from last time we recorded. Uh, it was a while ago, so we don't gotta go too crazy into this. I don't know if you guys touched on this in any of the other shows or not. Here, uh, I went two and one up, one point five eight units, decent day. Jolie went two and one up, one point two six units, decent day. Ryan went one and two, uh, down zero point five two units, a little struggle, but that's okay. I think he's got a couple units to spare here for the way we're looking. Uh, I'll kick it off. Here. Either New Jersey Devils on the puck line minus 120 versus Chicago. I think they got an empty netter or scored with like a minute left or something to hit that. So that was a little close. I, I, was, I was sweating that one out a little bit. Uh, for my dog, Arizona in regulation plus 140 versus San Jose. That was a terrible pick. I think they lost like 4 1 or 5 1. They weren't in it. They were getting wheels beat off them. That'll happen. Uh, then for my total, New York Islanders, Tampa Bay Lightning under 6 minus 110. This came through for me, but it came through for the exact opposite of the reasons I said. I think Sorokin got yanked after like the first period. Uh, from the sounds of it, New York kind of left him out to dry a little bit here, but I think it was like a 4 1 final or something like that. Yeah, for me, my lock was the only one that hit there. Bruins minus 135 in Pittsburgh. Uh, Dave passed my hat trick. Uh, Bruins never trailed, but it was, it was a close game the whole way. One that one, 4 3. My uh, little dog, Flyers plus 100. Uh, they lost, I believe, at home to Buffalo 6 3. My total was the Leafs Senators over six and a half minus one thirty, and that was a, a a tidy three nothing win by the by the Leafs. So just a, a one and two Saturday for me. Avs came through in a decisive game for the division five to two, a pretty comfy win there. Stars were were, were pretty competitive all this, all all things considered, given the fact that they were on the back to back. But uh, the altitude is a thing, and uh, Georgiev is a thing, and uh, Ottinger led in a couple weak goals because uh, he played both games. Uh, that that's the trouble with playing the same goalie on a back to back. He's not exactly in the best mental state of mind, especially with that altitude. So Avs won that one five to two. My dog was the Bruins. The Bruins. The Blues. The Bruins. <laughs> that's a new one. We got the Wed Wings and the Bruins. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Classic uh, rivalry there. Yeah, they got fucking crushed. One to six against the Predators. Uh, yeah, you, you don't often see the Predators have these uh, wipeout games, but uh, that was one of them, apparently. Blues uh, not in that one at all. Um, my total was that uh, Flyers game that Brian mentioned. Sabres Flyers. Over six, uh, this was a comfy one. Nine, nine goals altogether. Six, three for the Sabers. 
Uh, I think it started out slow, but uh, the goal started going in, and uh, that's what you expect with most Sabres games and, and Flyers games too, for that record. Yeah, and uh, none of us hit our underdogs there for our picks, but we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a great place to get down on fantasy and player props all year long. Underdog Fantasy has your favorite NBA, NHL, and MLB daily games. Plus, they're already doing best ball drafts for the 2023 NFL season. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, here, gentlemen. We got a 14-game slate set for Thursday, April 6th. Probably arguably getting there to one of the last big days we have in the league. Only a few more coming up here. But damn, this is a big one. Boys, are we ready to rock and roll here or what? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. All right, kicking things off on the docket at the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Columbus Blue Jackets against the New Jersey Devils. Game itself is in New Jersey. Uh, Columbus on the money line sitting at plus 310. New Jersey on the money line at minus 380. Big home favorites from the Devils. Jersey on the puck line sitting at minus 150. Uh, Over-under spin at 7. Over-paying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Okay, I'll kick us off here nice and good. Little bit of a struggle that last bet I had when I was betting New Jersey against Chicago. But you know what? They still came through for me and covered this puck line. You kind of got to go with New Jersey on the puck line here, okay? Columbus has been absolutely terrible. They got nothing to play for. New Jersey has nothing to play for. They're pretty much uh, solidified in that second-place seed there in the, in the Metro. Uh, but, yeah, let's just face it. This is one team that's clearly far off and better than the others. There's no reason why they shouldn't win by two points uh, or two goals, rather, especially at home here. Uh, I'm taking a look right now. Let's face it. New Jersey's home record, 22-13-4. Columbus on the road, 9-24-6. Uh, yeah, this is a no-brainer here. Give me a, give me the Devils on the puck line as far as over-under goes. Ah, it's at 7. I'll take the under at 7. Anytime you give me 7, I'll ride with the under at minus 120. This could easily be like 4-1 after the first period or something. So be wary. I don't love it, but I don't know. I would pass. But if I had to pick one of the two, I'd go with the under. Yeah, I don't really have a strong play for this game. I, I could see Columbus playing playing well and playing them close like they did uh, last time. I was in, in Columbus. They, they lost 3-2, but back in October, the Devils beat them 7-1, outshot them 53-21. So I, I'm leaning more that way. Um, if anything, I'd probably take the Devils' puck line. Minus 150 is a bit steep. Uh, maybe team total over 4.5. You can still get a plus odds if you uh, shop around. I get some Camby books there, up to minus 120 here on DraftKings. Uh, some juice on that, but the Devils have tended to score five or more goals. Five against Pittsburgh, six against Chicago against Ottawa last week. So Devils can score. Columbus can can give up goals. So, uh, yeah, Devils either over four if you want that push insurance or over four and a half. I'm going with the home team here with the Devils. My line is minus four through team. Devils have been the best team in terms of expected goals, four percentage in the past month or so, and uh, Blue Jackets are second worst. Uh, so that's why the line is what it is, but it should be a little bit higher. Of course, though, this is a weird time of the year with uh, questionable motivations, whatever. So I do not recommend betting the minus 380. So uh, maybe uh, take a, a lower risk play with the puck line at minus 150. The Devils should be able to win this game by two plus goals. No problem. Uh, I guess I lean to the under two. It's tough with uh, two two decent offenses, especially on the, on the Jersey side. But uh, I think the Devils can play good enough defense to keep the Blue Jackets contained and uh, make this uh, a lean to the under, but stronger play would be the devil's puck line. 
All right, you're heading down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Minnesota Wild against the Pittsburgh Penguins here. Minnesota on the money line, or game itself is in Pittsburgh. Sorry, jump the gun. Excited about this game. Minnesota on the money line's at plus 115. Penguins on the money line at minus 135. Over-under sitting at 6. Overpaid off minus 125. The under plus 105 here. This is a bit of an interesting thing, one. There's a, there's a couple ways you can look at this game here. Pittsburgh's holding on for dear life, trying to make sure that they hold on to that wild card spot to make the playoffs. Uh, Minnesota's in a battle for first in the Central, uh, which is it's getting pretty tight there, man, but they're still in the mix for that for sure. Uh, and then you got the Marc-Andre Fleury revenge game factor. He has been confirmed to play for Minnesota this game, coming back to Pittsburgh. I got to go with the Wild here, boys. Give me the Wild on the road, plus 115. I think they're obviously the better uh, the better team uh, obviously, Gustafson's been a bit of a better goaltender than Fleury this year. He's not playing. But, man, we know Fleury can show up, and you know, especially at big moments, and this is a big game for him. So why the hell not can he come in and do some work? Uh, and then Minnesota, you know, they're playing for that first-place seed, man. They're, to me, there's more on the line for them to get that and possibly, you know, face a wild-card team. Uh, so, hell yeah. Give me Minnesota plus 115 as far as over-under goes. I'm thinking we're going to see some goals here, gentlemen. I'm going to be taking the over six at minus 125. Um, both teams don't really score a lot, technically, when you look at the numbers here. But this is a, this is going to be a bit of a battle. And the fact that it's only sitting at six, I will take it minus 125 with the push in play. I'm right there with you on on the wild at plus 115. I think they, they are the better team. Um, and you're getting plus odds. So plus 115 is some great odds there. Pittsburgh has been very up and down recently. They're now out of a playoff spot. Uh, 41% chance to make the playoffs. Imagine if they lose this one, it's uh, going to hurt their chance, chances even more. Um, so yeah, Wild is the underdog. You don't say. Great <laughs> <laughs> right. hashtag analysis there. But I realized this line may be that way because over the past 10 games, the Wild have the ninth worst expected goals, 4%, while Pittsburgh has the, has the fifth best. It's just been their goaltending has been awful between uh, Jari and uh, Smith. But yeah, I think Flurry gets it done here against his former team. So give me the wild at plus 115 and no strong play on the total. Probably I would lean under if anything. I like the wild as well. Spoke briefly about this game when talking about the Eastern Conference playoff race yesterday. And uh, I think I lean towards the wild then and I lean towards the wild here. I more than lean, actually. I think that this is a bettable number here at plus 115. My line is only... Minus 105 for the Panthers. So, Whoa. Uh, yeah. Whoa. Don't Whoa. fly. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Give me the wild. <laughs> Fuck them, but give me the wild. Uh, Penguins are not playing great hockey right now. We, we talked about how that they're, uh, you know, the, the, the better version of the Sabres in terms of their, their vibe status. Uh, they, they go on these long winning streaks, and then they go on these long losing streaks. And right now, they're in the middle of a losing streak. Uh, they're not playing cohesive hockey right now. And I like the Wild to take advantage of that, capitalize on it as they make their own push for that uh, Central Division contender. Um, yeah, the Wild plus 115 is the bet. Lean to the under six, plus 105 uh, for the same reasons, I guess. Uh, Wild should be able to contain the Penguins offense. And uh, I don't I don't expect the Wild offense to continue to perform as it has uh, without Kaprizov forever. So, yeah, I don't mind the under, and uh, but I like the wild money line even more. Why do you think this this line has moved in Pittsburgh's direction? I mean, just because do you think it's it's the, you know, must win factor for them? Exactly. It's gotta exactly. Be. It's gotta yeah. Be. Got the public betting that, that classic must win. It's not necessarily the public, but uh, you do have to make that into take that into account. when when uh, when betting these games, you got to you got to attribute that to um mm-hmm. To the line but uh yeah if it goes too far that that's when you take the side and right now i think that the plus 115 is too far 
Wilder's still motivated. And the, the Penguins, <laughs> they've had all these so-called must-win games for like the past two weeks. It doesn't mean shit. They, they keep losing them. So uh, mm-hmm. I don't see why we can't, we can't fade them here. All right, here, heading down to the 7 p.m. time slot again. We got the <laughs> stinker. We got the Washington Capitals against the Montreal Canadiens. Enter that minus 155. Le Blue Blanc et Rouge on the money lines at plus 135. Over-unders at 6.5. Both over-under paying off minus 110 here. This sucks. Both teams are currently on four-game losing streaks. Uh, Habs have been shit at home this year, 16-20-3. And Washington has been shit on the road this year, 17-19. Both these teams are just fucking shambles of their former selves here. Um, You know what, though? Montembeau hasn't been that great. I don't really like him. I think he's ugly. I think he stinks in the net the way I watch him play here. And I've been a little rough on my boy Darcy Kemper the past couple of weeks. After I was a little drunk the other night, and I think I compared him to Andrew I almost Gabby. called you out on that one. That was, uh, that was close that, to uh, me was, engaged in war with you. Yeah, that's a little bit too far. He's definitely better than Anti Niemi ever was. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay some respects and try to try to patch things up a little bit with my boy Darcy. Give me the Capitals minus 155. Two shit teams going at it, but he's the obviously the better goalie. Uh, as far as over under goes, fuck, dude, the Habs are so banged up. And these teams don't score a lot of goals. You kind of got to go with the under 6.5, minus 110. Uh, Montreal's 26th in the league, averaging 2.74 goals per game. And uh, Washington's 20th, averaging 3.09. So I kind of, I got to go with the under here. Yeah, I think you got to go with, with the Capitals here. You know, they're they're on a four-game losing streak, just like the Canadians are. But Canadians have back-to-back shutouts. Uh, they lost to Detroit, lost to the Flyers. They're not, they're not putting up good good efforts either can outshot 50 to 14 by carolina um only 24 shots against detroit did limit them to 21 but bad opponent there caps they've been playing tough opponents rangers lightning islanders and the penguins after this game they finish out against some tough opponents uh florida islanders bruins devils so i think this is a great chance for uh, ovechkin to pop a goal or two here so i do like the ovechkin uh, goal prop possibly uh two goals if, if you want to sprinkle that but i do, do love the capitals here at minus 155 even with their injuries and, you know, causing them to play off. So she's out. I think they're, they're a much better team and should, should win this game rather easily. We have another menage a trois in Montreal. Oh. Give me the Capitals as well. My line is minus 170. So minus oh. 55 is okay here. Um, but stronger play for me is the under six and a half minus 110. Uh, I, I mentioned it uh, for the past couple of weeks that I, you, you think that Marty and will get these guys going, get their goal score going. But at some point you only have to, uh, so much to work with, with the talent that they have. And right now there's not a lot of talent available on this team. And uh, the goaltending has been uh, struggling a bit, but it's, it's still been better than their offense. So under six and a half months from 10, I think is the better play. Uh, now that John Carlson's come back, uh, of course he improves the Washington power play. Just another reason to like that side, but, uh, he also improves the Capitals' defense as well. So under six and a half would be the stronger play, but I also like the uh, Capitals' money line. All right, here. Moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot. Arguably one of the best games on the docket here. Oh, baby. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Boston Brooms. Game itself in Boston at the Gardens. Toronto on the money line sitting at plus 130. Boston on the money line's at minus 150. Over-unders at six. Both over-under paying off minus 110 here. Okay, boys, I've been flip-flopping a little bit here, okay? But I finally came to my senses. I made the right decision. 
Give me the fucking Leafs on the money line, baby. Oh, plus 130. Oh. I absolutely love Toronto with this <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan over here. Oh, what a twist. Hell yeah, baby. This is a big game for uh, for Toronto here, man. They're trying to show that we're in good shape. We got a lot to prove, and everybody always says it. Regular season doesn't mean shit. You're a great regular season team, but doesn't mean shit. Well, this is a fucking potential playoff matchup. This is a game where your big guns better show the hell up. And guess what? Big guns have been showing the hell up lately. Austin Matthews is just on a heater as of late. And at the perfect time, the guy's just putting pucks in the net. Even if it's an empty netter, they don't ask how. They ask how many, baby. So you got to love to see that. Mitch Marner's a stud. This guy's arguably one of the best wingers in the entire league, for Christ's sakes. What he does offensively and on the defensive side of the puck is just absolutely incredible. Uh, and I'm going off about this. You could easily say the same thing about Boston. So if you're going to give me the Leafs plus 130 here, I'm going to take them. The Bruins are the better team. They're absolutely unreal. They're on a three-game winning streak. They're dynamite at home, 31-4-3 and three here, man. But to me, this is a battle. And I... Maybe I'm I'm definitely biased here, but I see this as a bit closer to a pickup, maybe a plus 100, minus 120, as opposed to a minus 150, plus 130. So considering that my line says Leafs plus 100 and I'm getting plus 130, <laughs> give me the fucking Leafs. How do you like that one, Julie? Uh, <laughs> I oh, love it, buddy. <laughs> hell yeah. Over under here. Uh, give me the under six. I love my boy Sammy coming in here. And then Olmark's been an absolute stud. So I'm hoping for a good, you know, uh, 2-1 or something like that. Or, yeah, a 3-2 game. Let's go Leafs, baby. Yeah, I'm right there with you there on the Leafs. Not quite as uh, strong, but I think plus 130 is, is a bit too much. This game should be closer to a pick I know Boston has Taylor Hall possibly coming back. Not not confirmed yet for Thursday, but he practiced uh, Wednesday. That would give a, a great third line. So I think the, the Leafs just very similar teams. Not They're both both good. I think the too high of a line. So, yeah, plus 130. A little bit on that, but but looking at it here, I think I will take the over six at minus 110. I think these two teams just could kind of open it up a little bit. Just, you know, they're going to see each other in the playoffs most likely. So, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, it's a good if if the Maple Leafs <laughs> win as favorites in their first round series, they should play the Boston Bruins in the second round. If that's if that happens, if the world doesn't end by then, but uh. And and the Leafs have been dominated against teams. Outshot Columbus 50-26 was a 4-2 game. Uh, dominated Detroit in shots, but lost 5-2. They, they've been beating teams pretty good in the shot category. Boston's been just getting by. Shootout win against St. Louis, 4-3 Pittsburgh. Overtime against Columbus, lost to Nashville. So I think this is finally when Boston gets another uh, home loss here. So give me the Leafs and the over. If you do a series parlay with the Bruins against their uh, opponent and the Leafs against the Lightning. It'll be around minus 110, maybe plus 100. So I wouldn't call that most likely. It's not exactly uh, set in stone here. But uh, it is the most uh, likely of all matchups. I will give you that. Uh, My line is minus 145 for the Bruins. But uh, I like the Bruins win this game because I, I, I like what the Bruins are doing lately. They they are they are setting up for the playoffs. Like uh, we we keep thinking that there's going to be this banana peel game, but they continue to dominate in these games. Even that, that close one against the Blues, uh, they were in control of that game for the majority of it. The Blues had that final push to get it to overtime, but uh, they were clearly the inferior team in that one. And the, the Bruins just don't take games up. We talk about this all the time. Meanwhile, the Leafs are up. They're still experimenting uh, with all these different lineup changes. They're putting different guys in the lineup all the time. They're resting players. Goaltending is a is a mix and match. Uh, of course, Samsonov should play in this game, so uh, we'll get to see another game of him on the road. Hopefully he improves 
on his form there. But uh, yeah, give me the Bruins here at home. Minus 150 is is, is a, a strong lean for me. And uh, But I also like the under six, minus 110. I think that this is a, more of a playoff matchup here. Uh, you know, it should be a, a low-scoring affair with, with how both teams are prepping for the playoffs and whatnot. I, I don't see either team really opening up unless... Uh, yeah, they just say fuck it, and uh, this game doesn't mean shit for either of us, so we'll just have some mm-hmm. fun. But I don't see that being the case, so uh, lean to the under, but stronger play would be on the, the Bruins money line. All right, you're heading down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We have the Ottawa Senators against the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida. Uh, Ottawa on the money line sitting at plus 200. Florida on the money line at minus 240. Uh, Florida on the puck line sitting at minus 105. The over-unders at 7, both over-under paying off minus 110 here uh let me take a little look florida made a bit of a leap the other night eh? they're currently uh sitting in a wild card spot they are tied with the islanders pittsburgh's down one point on them they've all played 78 games here uh so this uh this florida team definitely has a lot to play for here and uh they've been on a bit of a tear since uh since uh good old fucking keith kachuk came on good old toronto radio and just put the whole team on blast uh bitches I know that's what he said, and then Paul Maurice just decided he's gonna flip You're a, a bunch gasket. of fucking bitches <laughs> playing like bitches, bro. <laughs> you, you can't make the playoffs if you're playing like bitches. That's not I gonna love work. It. I love I it. I know. Hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, I got I got to go with Florida here, man. Ottawa, like, what do you what do they got to play for? And they've been they've been shit lately too, bro. So uh, they're currently on a three game losing streak. Uh, yeah, give me the give me the Panthers. I'm okay with the Panthers on the puck line. Maybe I prefer maybe a regulation play even. Uh, I don't know. That's probably even paying off a bit of juice. So, uh, yeah, give me Florida on the puck line, I guess. And as far as over-under goes, I was thinking the under. I just looked at, like, a lot of these teams' schedules as of late, like the games that they've had, and there's some high fucking numbers in here, bro. I kind of got to go with the over. I'm flip-flopping all over the place this show. Give me the over 7, minus 110, Florida on the puck line. Uh, I'm going the other way. Here. I, I like <laughs> hey, peek behind the curtains here. This fucking guy had the under for his total. <laughs> yeah. He also had his Bruin, Bruins I, for his lock. So he's just yeah. <laughs> flip flops left and right here. What's my dog? Uh, much I'm lying, man. <laughs> All that matters is what you end on here. But Hell what, yeah. what, what are the Sens best? The Sens are best when they're pesky. And there's nothing peskier than a plus 200 dog here against a, uh, a Florida team that, you know, they're hot. They're they, but they only beat Buffalo 2-1. Uh, I got four in a row here. It, will, it would be very Florida of them to, you know, just lose out here and miss the playoffs. It's, and Ottawa, you know, their leaders in there, Claude Giroux, guys like them, they're being like, okay, look, look at us. We, if, we, if we win this game, we're four points back with, with three games left, and they got to play the Caps, Leafs, and Hurricanes. So the Senators know that, you know what, if they win out, maybe they have a chance to the playoffs. That their, their path isn't great, but they have something to play for here. They have anything to if anything, they're pl- playing for pride. Lost three in a row. Looking to get back on track here. And and Florida is isn't a team I can trust. I, I do like Alex, Alex Lyon. He's been great in his last four games. Only allowed five goals on 121 shots. 959 save percentage. But he's hit the wall. Has to break at some point. And uh, why not now? As a, so, give me the sends at plus 200. I agree with Ryan in this one. The Panthers should not be. Favor this highly. It's another aspect of that, uh, you know, the must-win game. The uh, this team needs it more, therefore they should be more highly favored. But I disagree with that. The Senators have been uh, highly competitive no matter what the stakes. Um, they were right in that game with the Hurricanes, almost almost pulled out the victory, just couldn't get it done in overtime. Um, 
But uh, yeah, give me the Saints here plus 200. You could also do the over two and a half goals, minus 145 on DraftKings. Uh, you could probably find better prices elsewhere in shadier shops, as they say. Um, but that also means I like the over with uh, two top 10 power plays. Senators have an even better power play than the, the Panthers there. They even managed to score a goal in the power play against the Hurricanes, which is a vaunted penalty kill unit. So I, I like the, uh, the Panther yeah. Senators in this game, and I like the over seven. And, uh, yeah, the Senators uh, team total also also calls to me. That's minus 141. So not, not much better at, at the shadier shops. Well, right. You just checked one. Like, there's I've like checked, hundreds of them. I, checked, <laughs> I, I have five or six different ones here on, on this on this site I'm looking at. I guarantee you I'll find a better one. Don't that's, worry. I'll, I'll talk some, to you after the show. It, it'll be extremely shady. The shadiest. Yes, that's that's what I do with man. I'm the shady, shady king. These shady bands. <laughs> um, okay, I, we don't got to go too quickly into this, but I got a question. Uh, is Alex Lyon a guy? Like, is he a guy? You think? He's a lion. He's a cat. <laughs> oh, he's Aslan. Aslan. <laughs> Aslan. Alex Aslan. I don't. I don't think he's a guy. I love him. I mean, he went to Yale. He's one of the, the smartest players you're ever listened to. If you listen to his his press conferences, but I, I don't think he's a guy. I think he's a. He could go on a run. He could be like uh, maybe he goes on a, on a Michael Layton type, type run for the for the, oh, like the Flyers wow. did and something like that. But I mean, career save percentage eight ninety nine. He, I know the Flyers aren't exactly great with goalies, but Carolina had him for a few games last year. I think they would hold on to him if if they thought he was a guy. Jolie, anything? He said he's a lion. I, I, that I was his take. That yeah, that is my take. Uh, I. I you know me. I don't know fuck about goalies since Patrick Wall left the league. You know. Yeah, all, I guess that's true. All you know those bitches these days. Okay, what I was asking, like this guy's only 23 years old, right? So that's still pretty young when it comes to like goalies in the NHL. You know, normally they take a little bit longer Wait, to what? develop. He's only 23. Alex Lyon. Yeah. He's 30 years old. Oh shit! What am I looking at? Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. I'm dumb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. He's not a guy. <laughs> All right, moving on. Moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. I was looking, you know what I was I saw his ELC signing age. I was like, holy oh. shit, this guy's only 23. Uh, okay, Buffalo Sabres against the Detroit Red Wings at the 7 p.m. time slot. Game itself is in Motor City, baby, in Detroit. Uh, Buffalo in the money line sitting at minus 115. Detroit in the money line at minus 105. Over under is a 6.5. Over paying off minus 135. The under plus 115. Mr. Meyer. First toss of the day, baby. You're not taking a piss. I'm throwing this to you. What do you got, Jolie? We're going with the Blades here. Uh, these are two teams that we've been fading for the majority of the season, but uh, this line is way too short for the for the Sabres here. My line is minus 130. So, uh, uh, yeah, give me the Sabres here. They, they should be able to score at will on this Red Wings team coming off of their own road trip, especially uh, – Coming down from up north there, uh, beating up on some bad teams, including your Leafs. Uh, 5-2 victory there. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Sabres, are, they're, they're still in it. They're still alive. This is like uh, the, the last stand, the last stand of the Sabre. And uh, I think that they win this game uh, with the Red Wings. Um, not a good team at all. And the Sabres being uh, pretty healthy now. Tage Thompson back, I'm pretty sure. And uh, their goaltending is improving too. With with we got Lukanen or Levi, I'm I'm fine with both of them in this game. Whereas the Red Wings goaltending is is not is not as good with uh, Huso or uh, whatever the fuck the other guy is. Uh, but yeah, give me the give me the Sabres here. Lean to the over as well. Even that over six and a half minus one thirty five. I still think we see seven goals in this one. But uh, star play is definitely with the Blades. Yeah, I mean, Devin Levi is someone who, who could be a guy. At least he looks at th- through through two games here. And 
I don't know if Eileen Sabres as heavily. Detroit has, you know, they found something to play for here. They've won for their past five, including against Pittsburgh, Carolina, Toronto, and then shut out Montreal 5 nothing in Montreal. So coming back home, you know, they might want to play well in front of their, their home fans. But yeah, this this game, the line is just is just way way too low. I think you have to you have to factor in that they're playing for something. Their playoff hopes are still alive. So you gotta go with the Sabers here. Only only a lean for me. Maybe maybe I'll talk myself into a bet. But I do like the over here, over six and a half, or look at a alt total over eight and a half at a plus two twenty five. Both games this season six three five four, and then last season was eight three. So these te- two teams tend to score a lot against each other. You know, maybe their goaltending won't be uh, up to snuff for this one. Yeah, I like the over. I'll jump on that with you. I really like the over in this, actually. I think there's uh, there's definitely some value there. Last time these teams did play, I think it was hovering around February-ish. Oh, it was December of last year. Uh, but it was a 6-3 final for Buffalo. So we're seeing goals when these teams play. Um, I hate this game. I don't fucking know who to pick, man. Like, Buffalo should be the better team. But to, like they got like they got some studs in Buffalo, but Detroit's got some good young talent, man. Um, fuck. Joel, did you say what your line was for this? Minus one thirty. For Buffalo? No, for fucking Detroit. That's why I bet fucking Buffalo. <laughs> I I didn't listen to what you picked. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I'll go with Jolie's line. I don't have a I don't have a lean in this, man. I'm trying to find something. I'm looking through. I'm looking for divisions. It's all shit. I'm looking for home and away and all. It's all fucking shit. Uh, actually, Buffalo's pretty good on the road. But I know that they peaked a little bit earlier, so I don't fucking know. Give me the give me the saber, or what do you say? Give me the swords or something stupid. What are you the blades? Yeah, the blades are the sabers for people. Yeah. to understand that. <laughs> give me the katanas. I'll take the katanas <laughs> to cut off a couple fucking wings here. And uh, most important, though, I do like the over in this game. Got some consonants, right? The buffalo blades instead of the buffalo sabers. The buffalo buffalo. Buffalo uh, blades. Uh, uh, sounds just, better, no? Just as fake as those shitty fucking Buffalo Bills. They're going to be fucking trash, baby. Uh, <laughs> what, do you, you think the Bills going to be trash? I think they're going to take a step backwards. I think bro. the Bills had their chance. Yeah, I, I think they're I think they're pooch. And Detroit's on the come up. D- Diggs is going to be gone. They're not going to have anything. Yeah, fuck at, the, what do you mean Detroit? Detroit's another fucking conference. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Campbell's white kneecaps. That's gonna be cold. Re- realignment. Yeah. Realign those knees after they get chomped on. Uh, All right, moving to 730 p.m. time slot. I fucking love this show. Uh, We got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the New York Islanders. Game itself is on the island. Bunch of assholes going to be there. Uh, Tampa Bay on the money line sitting at minus 105. New York on the money line at minus 115. Over under is a five and a half. Over paid off minus 120. The under plus 100 here. Rye guy. What do we got going on in the island? Pretty big battle here. I think Tampa's on the second night of a back-to-back. What's going to go down here? Yeah, huge night here on the island, and we're definitely not finishing this one by the 7.30 games here. But, yeah, I enjoy this show as well. Um, yeah, I, I, the Islanders here, minus 115. I think the line you know, should be bigger. It is the Lightning that they have kind of found their game. Uh, like Joel said about the Bruins, that the Lightning have kind of turned the, turned the key, turned, turned things on, and uh, outscored teams 14-1 in the past three games. But, Tonight, they're playing against the Rangers. I imagine they'll empty the tank a bit there with uh, Vasilevsky going. So it'll be Brian Elliott tomorrow, and the Lightning are 1-10 uh, in, in their last 11 games playing on no day's rest. Meanwhile, I believe the Islanders have been off for three days now, so uh, they have a huge rest, rest advantage here. 
They are 3-1-1 one, and one on three-day restroom order. So love the aisles here at minus 115. Maybe look at a, at a don't don't be afraid to take the aisles live if, if the lightning go up early, especially with if Brian Elliott starts uh, for a total. I would lean to the under here, under five and a half plus 100 should be Sorokin. He should keep the lightning to two or one goals. And I don't trust the aisles to score more than three. So under five and a half at plus 100 and the aisles at minus 115. So if this weren't a back-to-back and it was Vasilevsky starting, my line would be like minus 120 for the Lightning. But I had to make a major shift there because it's not going to be Vasilevsky. It's going to be Brian Elliott. I'm 95% sure. I'm got. I got to give the. I got to give Alec the five percent. Oh, it is. Is confirmed. <laughs> it's confirmed. Yeah. Okay. Elliot's so confirmed. Throw all the shit yep. on Talon. All those toilet majors to, to Talon. Lay if, it uh, on me, baby. I'm yeah, I'm Talon. <laughs> If Brian Elliott doesn't start. So, yeah, with Brian Elliott in net, Lightning playing a tough game against the Rangers here, it, it, and it should be a tough game, uh, especially in Wednesday night hockey with the national TV going on. Lightning will want to put on a show and win this game. But uh, and then going back to back against the Islanders, who have everything to play for and are, like Ryan said, well-rested. I, I like the Islanders here, minus 115. My line is minus 112, but uh, I think I got to still – Trend towards the the Isles way, given all these uh, matchup uh, situational advantages, especially with um, the, the the much inferior goalie in that for the Lightning. Uh, give me give me the Islanders here. Feeling a, a slight lean to the over, just because I think the Lightning power play can get its chances, and it's Brian Elliott in net, and the Islanders are. Uh, you know, they're not exactly an explosive team offensively, but uh, if Sorokin gives up one or two goals, this game's going over. I, I'll tell you that much. Um, but that's not a strong play at all. It's strong. Stronger play is definitely Islanders, money line, at home, minus 115. I, I think that's a good bet. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And I like the Islanders here. I think Ryan touched on the biggest thing for me. Uh, they've had a couple days off here. They've just been sitting along, waiting pretty for this to come. And uh, fucking Brian Elliott, dude, this dude has sewered me every time he's jumped in the crease this year. So I, I can't I can't bet him. I can't do it. He's just going to pooch me. So I'll take my boy Sorokin here. Uh, give me the Isles. Obviously, uh, Tampa Bay is playing New York Rangers tonight. We just touched on it. Uh, and then they're going to be going in. They're going to be playing these scumbag Islander fans. They're going to be listening to all these fucking pricks just giving them the gears all game long. They're not. They're just going to want to get out of here, man. Just r- keep that whistle in your pocket. Run that clock. Get me the hell out of this shithole. Uh, so give me the Islanders on the money line for that reason alone. Plus, Brian Elliott absolutely stinks. Uh, and then over-under, I'm with Jolie, man. I like the over in this game. This Tampa Bay power play is no joke, dude. Second in the league um, uh, with a percentage of 25.3 here. They're absolutely killers when it comes offensively. Um, but uh, and, and Brian Elliott, you just fuck that guy, dude. He's just so bad. I can't even handle it. Uh, so, yeah, give me the over. And then give, me, uh, give me the Islanders on the money line. Yeah, uh, yeah, this could be this could be a boring game on Long Island. You could end up end up wanting to practice your your golf game again. And speaking of that, we are brought to you by the Golf Gambling Podcast and their Tailor Made Driver Contest. The contest is completely free to enter, and you have the chance to win an awesome Tailor Made Driver. It'll take place on Sunday, April eighth. So make sure to get in by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/driver. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/driver. This boy's giving away a stealth. Uh, apparently so. Oh my god, bro! That's if it's a stealth too. That's it. I don't even know. It can't be. I don't even think that's released to the public yet. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll check their Twitter. Get back to me on that. Carry one. Get on. back to me. It might be. It maybe I'm wrong. I'll have our uh, producer right. uh, 
research that for us. <laughs> Get the assistant to do Stealth it. Stealth too, yeah. Holy fuck! Do you know how expensive that is? That's unreal. Get join that contest, bro. That's sick. Um, actually, don't because I want to win it. Uh, <laughs> all right, moving down to the APM time slot here. We have the New York Rangers against the St. Louis Blues. Game itself is in St. Louis. Uh, New York on the money line, sitting at minus one eighty. St. Louis on the money line at plus one fifty five. Over under is six and a half. Overpaid off minus one fifteen. The under minus one oh five here. Uh, again, kind of a similar thing. New York's on the second out of a back to back here. The only problem is St. Louis absolutely sucks. Uh, but Yaroslav Halak has been shit too. So I don't know. I don't really love a side here. I guess if I had to give me the Rangers, they're obviously the better team in St. Louis. You know, they got nothing left to play for. They sold off most of their assets at the deadline here. They're just kind of going through the motions for the rest of the season. Uh, more importantly, though, as far as the over under goes here, I kind of like the over six and a half. Uh, this shows some firepower on, uh, on New York and then, you know, that's nice to St. Louis is shooting against an absolute piece of shit scumbag. Uh, <laughs> Halak is not a good goalie. So I would lean to the over six and a half on this one. Um, yeah, I don't love this game, though. I don't really love any of these plays here. Yeah, I, I do lean to the Blues here, plus 155. When I first looked at this game, I forgot it was a back-to-back for the Rangers. So I thought it was kind of a fair price. But given the fact that it will be Halak, you know, maybe he'll have a... Uh, Revenge game in them, in them from uh, 10 years ago, but I think it's going to be the, the Blues here, plus 155, and uh, I don't want to steal Joe's thunder, so I'll, I'll end it there. <laughs> I didn't even know that Halak played for the Blues. I totally yeah, forgot he was about there. that. He was good mm-hmm. for St. Louis, actually. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, another detriment to being an alcoholic. Uh, you lose a lot of brain cells <laughs> and uh, memory cells. Um, definitely did not remember Halak in the Blues organization, but uh, I'm going blues today. We're going with the we went uh, blues. We went blues indeed. Uh, yeah, Rangers going to be in tight today against the Lightning, and I think that that that's a, that's a bad spot for them coming out out of that game, moving all the way down to Missouri, facing off against a Blues team who still have pride, still have culture, uh, great coach, and um, fucking Bennington who's gonna beat the fuck out of anyone who comes near him or at least threaten to. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, plus 155 is an unfair line to them. Uh, I like the Blues here to win this one at home. Uh, they're, they're playing for pride right now. Meanwhile, the Rangers aren't, aren't playing for much. Their, their main contest is tonight on this national TV game against uh, the team that knocked them out of the playoffs last year. They're not going to be too interested in this game. I wouldn't be surprised either to see uh, a couple guys rested for this one. Um, so, yeah, I like the Blues uh, at home here. Um, slightly into the over, I guess, given the fact that it's Halak and uh, Bennington or Joel Hofer, Hoofer, <laughs> playing like a fucking donkey. Um, but uh, stronger play is definitely on the Blues money line. Plus 155. I think that's a great number. I got to get my own line out. Uh, it's only <laughs> minus 146 for the Rangers. But uh, even that is, is, is too generous to New York. So, yeah, all over the Blues here. Give me a uh, Vlad Tarasenko revenge point goal power play point. Mm, I didn't even think about that. That's a good call. No, uh, the rest of the Blues revenge against Tarasenko for wanting to fucking leave their team for three years. <laughs> Wouldn't you want to leave that fucking camp, shit show? They'll be like, no, man. Dude, St. Louis is like the better version of Columbus. Everybody loves it there. They all love to be there. They have a great culture. You ever listen to the Camastrick podcast, man? Those guys have a great culture. They have all these Blues guys on. I love Cam, it. Uh, Cam, that's Cam, Cam and Strick Cam, are St. Louis guys. They're, 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 they're supposed to talk yeah. up to the Rams. What? Whatever. The Rams love St. Louis so much, huh? Oh, well, they love the money. That's the fucking NFL for you. Oh, <laughs> that's St. Louis. Shit. Holy oh, shit. 
The blues are different, man. Gloria, Gloria, Gloria. Brett Hall thinks he doesn't even think he doesn't even know he's in St. Louis. This guy thinks he's in Chicago or some shit. Fuck the Cardinals too. Talk, take it up with Tony Twist. <laughs> All right, end down to the APM time slot here. What a, I didn't know you were so passionate. More like about Titty Twist. Twist. <laughs> oh, okay. big talk, big talk, big talk, boys. <laughs> All right, APL. Blues, Blues. Okay, one last, one last thing. Blues are a respectable team. Okay, I, I, we don't like them. You know, Avalanche fans, we have bitter rivals, but Blues are actually a respectable team. Unlike those fucking fake ass Wild, and they're 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 bullshit. Will you, will you still like them as much when they fire Bruby? No, Bruby's Bruby's king, man. He's the chief. So you like Bruby? You you don't like? I no, much. I like the whole freaking organization. The Blues have always been a tough team. They they've been a proper Southern team. Mm, Missouri okay. there. Oh, no, I, I get it. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I, I agree. Yeah. Well, I've always been gritty. I've been like culture, one of those like, teams uh, to, tough to play against no matter what. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like, um, it's the opposite of, like, say, the Panthers, like the flash in the pan kind of things. Yes. yes. Only won President's Trophy last year. But, uh, all right. Moving down to APS. Well, like no one cares. <laughs> yeah. Nobody does care. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Nashville Predators, game itself is in Smashville. Carolina, the money line, sitting at minus 175. Nashville, the money line, at plus 150. Over-under is a 5.5. Overpaid off minus 120. The under, plus 100 here. Uh, this is a weirdy, bro. Like, this is... It's that time of year where it's like some teams are kind of locked in. Uh, Carolina's currently sitting there in first place in the Metropolitan. Only by three points, but they do have a game in hand on the Devils here. Let's face it, they should finish with that first place seed, so... It's not necessarily be all end all game here, and then Nashville—they're three points out of a playoff spot here, man. So they, uh, the Preds got a lot to play for here. I don't know. With that being said, give me Carolina. You gotta go. They're the better team. I keep looking at what I see on Nashville. I keep looking at their roster. There's a couple pieces there to be excited about, but you just match it up against Carolina. And I know Carolina is a bit injury-ridden. Obviously, Sveshnikov out. That kind of sucks, but you, you gotta go. You gotta go with Carolina on the road here, man. 23-8-6 on the record for the season. Um, so that's very enticing on its own. And then uh, as far as over-under goes, five and a half. I still kind of like the under here, man. I think this is going to be a tighter game, though. You got UC Saros, you got Frederick Anderson, two kick-ass goalies here. Um, yeah, and you know that both teams, or at least Nashville is going to be showing up to play, and then Carolina, you know, they they, they can step up to the competition here. So I like uh, I like the under five and a half, and then give me Carolina on the money line minus one seventy-five. Yeah, I completely agree with both of those. Give me Carolina here minus one seventy-five. Uh, I think you can get it even better. Other books minus one sixty-two right now. I'm seeing at Bet Rivers, which is. A fantastic price there. Like Talon said, Nashville is missing a lot of players. Duchesne's out. Forsberg's still out, even though he's supposed to be back late February or, or something. I, I don't remember. Johansson's out for the season. Yossi's out. They don't really have anything going for him. Carolina, Svechnikov's out. Uh, Tara Vinen is questionable. I was, that is also why I like the under 5.5 at plus 100. Just two uh, inept offenses here. This is going to be... I always talk about it, the classic Hurricanes 3-1 type of win. Something in there. So give me Carolina here at minus 175 and the under 5.5 at plus 100. Definitely like the Hurricanes here. The Predators are being held together by duct tape at best. And the excellent goaltending performances by UZ Saros and uh, Kevin Kevin Lankin actually, too, with that uh, great win against the Knights. They were the inferior team in that one, but uh, bailed out by his... 30 saves out of 32 shots and uh, winning the shootout, I think it was. 
um, if it wasn't the power play or in, in overtime. I actually think it was a power play in overtime. But either way, uh, great, great performance by him there. Um, but my line is minus 188 for the Hurricanes. Uh, the Predators have been the third worst team in terms of expected goals for in the past month. So I quite like the Hurricanes to get it done here. They're, they're a good team away from home, at home, wherever. They have the same structure. They get it done. They know they have a plan and they stick to it. So, uh, yeah, Hurricanes, money line minus 175. Also lean to the under, given the fact that the Predators are uh, anemic offensively and uh, the Hurricanes are excellent defensively. So, yeah, like Brian's saying, 4-1 Hurricanes win seems like the likely result. Nice. And fuck country music, right? So give me the, yeah, yeah, fuck. Although I guess Carolina's probably a bunch of Southern fuck. There's, actually, no, there's some good metal bands in Carolina. Croatian Conformity stops. It's a Southern game. So we got buddy, you listen to that? Oh, hell yeah. I saw them live with Lamb of God a few years ago. They were hell sick. yeah, buddy. I went yeah. to their show in Denver when I was when I was there. Uh, that was fucking wicked, man. Like, uh, the same guitarist is... Uh, <laughs> you from Boston now? <laughs> Fucking wicked. Fucking wicked. <laughs> to, right. uh, well, the, the, the Pepper James Keenan, right? He's the guitarist yeah. from Down who uh, is connected with the Pantera. Bill Ensemble, right? Ensemble. I saw them yeah. live at Rockfest. Oh, <laughs> so I didn't see that one, so you, you got me beat there. But the hell of a band, Corrosion Conformity. I, I love that you like them. I, I didn't see that one coming, Town. Curveball, baby. Uh, all right, moving down to the 30 p.m. time slide here. Ryan's like, what the fuck are these two clowns talking about? <laughs> Uh, I tried to make it easier for him to talk about Pantera, but uh, I don't even know if he got <laughs> even that. That's one. a bit of a I know Pantera, yeah. Yeah, Dime yeah, Bay, Daryl, baby, Vinny Paul. Uh, all right, 8:30 p.m. time slot here. Philadelphia Flyers against Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas. Philadelphia, the money line sitting at plus 230. Dallas on the money line at minus 275. Uh, stars on the puck line at minus 105. Over under at six. Over paying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Right guy. Philadelphia Flyers fucking suck. What's going on in this game? Yeah, uh, the Flyers suck. It looks like they're going to be probably locked into the seventh worst uh, record in the league. They're, they can't quite, I mean, they can catch the, uh, the the Canucks maybe, but probably not. And then behind them is uh, Montreal, who's not going to catch them. So they, they could play. They don't have to tank anymore, but yeah, plus 230 here, it's it's just a, a bit much. I was looking at looking at the numbers behind everything and Taking off my bias here, knowing that the torts factor, who 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 knows if he's going to be behind the bench or in the press box watching it, but either way, <laughs> he's got his guys playing hard, and the Flyers are just ahead of the Stars, uh, 50.88 compared to 50.63, expected goals for a percentage over their past 10 games. Both teams have won five of their past 10, so I mean, Stars are the better team and should win, but I think plus 230 is a bit much there. Once again, Ryan arrives to the same conclusions I have. I only have the stars at minus 189. So plus 230 is a bet on the Flyers here. Uh, they're still competitive in these games against good teams, against bad teams. They're they're usually in it. Um, so, yeah, plus 230 I think is a good bet there. Uh, they'll be competitive in this one. Uh, the stars are not quite worthy of being the Central Division champions i don't think i think the avalanche and the wild are significantly maybe not significantly but at least mildly superior teams especially especially the avalanche okay the avalanche was significantly better but the wild are are, are comparable but uh, the stars should not be uh in the in the lead in the pecking order there in the central so uh, i think that their record is slightly fraudulent they should be in the three spot in the division so yeah give me the fire plus 230 lean to the under six at minus 105 I know the Flyers play some wild games, but uh, I think the Stars will be 
buttoned down and uh, Jake Cottinger should have a better performance here. Although he, ha- he hasn't been great of late, but uh, I do expect him to play a little bit better here. And Carter Hart should be the projected starter, right? So, uh, yeah, if it's harder, it's Hart. Hart and Ottinger, I like the under, but uh, stronger player would definitely be the, the Flyers' money line. Yeah, the Flyers sent down uh, Urson, so it should be Hart at least to at least back up Sandstrom or probably start. I kind of got to go against you guys here, man. I really like Dallas in this game. I know, Joel, you were just saying that, you know, they don't, they're not really like uh, compared to like Colorado or maybe Lester's to an extent, Minnesota. They don't deserve to be first place in the central here, man. But I kind of disagree. This team could easily be better if they could fucking get it done in overtime in a shootout. Do you guess, guess how many fucking points this team has from overtime in a shootout? Dude, it's the same fucking team every year. They always get the loser points. They're fucking frauds because they they, they just got get... fourteen of them. <laughs> exactly, they just get the loser points. That's a that's a point against them. That could ease. That's just like a turnover. That's like shootout, just being shit or something. That could Ooh. easily go the other way. This team could easily be in sole position of first place in the central by a long I, shot. I have the standings put up. Counterpoint: They have thirty-five regulation wins, while the Wild and Avs only have thirty-two. That's true. That's true. Good point. There's hmm. points. There's points uh, flying around left, right, and center. But we'll I like see, we'll see. I like Dallas in this game, man. Strong I, enough that I do like them in the puck line. They have something to play for here. Uh, they're full-on in contention for that first place in the Central. And, you know, obviously Colorado is the better team. Uh, but they could win it, man. There's no reason why they couldn't. And they should be winning it right now. Uh, as far as over-under goes, if it's Hart and Ottinger, I kind of got to go with you boys. I got to go with the under six. What were you going to say, Julie? Sorry, bud. No, I'm, I'm more thinking of the uh, last couple of years where the Stars were continually getting these loser fucking points and not winning regulation. But I guess they're a better team this year with a uh, new coach there, Pete DeBoer. He, he's a better coach than Rick Bowen, is all things considered. And uh, Mira Haskinen has been uh, probably the most underrated defenseman of the year. So I, I don't want to like shit on the Stars too much here because I, I do like the team. It's just uh, I do think the Avs are much better and the, the Wild are slightly better. Jerry Rob just got uh, 100 points, right? And I mean, I completely yeah. agree. I have bets on the Avs and Wild to win the Central and nothing on the Stars. So I, I hope the Stars th- don't take it. All right, here, moving down to the 10 p.m. time slot. We got the Chicago Blackhawks against the Vancouver Canucks. Game itself is in Vancouver. Uh, Chicago on the money line sitting at plus 185. Vancouver on the money line at minus 215. Uh, Vancouver on the puck line sitting at plus 115. The over-unders is 6.5. Overpaying off minus 120. Uh, the under here is sitting at plus 100. Uh <laughs> there's a pretty big win for chicago the other night uh i don't think a lot of people saw that coming i had him on the money that's so i was pretty stoked um taking down the flames four three um but they're still not a good team here man and vancouver i don't get this team bro like they're on a four game losing streak here they got so much talent i don't like Pedersen's had a hell of a year and no one's really talking about it. It's just kind of flying under the radar here. I know they had some goaltending troubles and the team was in shambles with the whole Boudreaux shit throughout the year, but I still, still got to think they're the better team here. Are you willing to put minus 215, though? I don't fucking know, man. Just give me the team total for Canucks. And more importantly, give me the over in this game, 6.5 minus 120. I know Demko's a guy, but still, uh, I don't know. Joel, you just saw these guys live the other day. How, how did they look? Did they look okay? What was the, what was the atmosphere out in, uh, in the arena there? Not great, not great. The, the Canucks are a bit of a losing streak, but uh, they've been in most of these games. They had a strong start against the, the Kraken last game, but then they just fell apart in the second and third periods. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it's a bad spot for the Blackhawks considering the uh, 
the the big win against the Flames, they might have uh, sunk their playoff chances. So that, that might be a little bit of a letdown spot. Meanwhile, the Canucks, after losing four in a row, I think this is a good place for them to rebound. So, uh, yeah, like the, the Canucks in regulation of minus 130 would be my better play. This is also, by the way, like the uh, the battle of the Native American or Native Canadians in terms <laughs> yeah, of their uh, gear representation. Like they like the Blackhawks and they like the Canucks. Fuck so uh, we could have some... Uh, bro. Tecumseh against Tatanka. Some... I'm trying to remember of a tribe around here, but uh, yeah, it's a civil war, I guess, in terms of the native Canadian community in terms of this game. But uh, in that sense, I'm going with the, the Canucks here, the Orcas. Minus 30 in regulation, I think, is, is the play here. My line is minus 203 for the Canucks, but uh, the situation favors them. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going with the home team here. They should be able to win this game comfortably, especially with the Blackhawks. I mean, they gave everything they had in that game against the Flames. Like, they really wanted to fuck them up. I don't know why, but uh, they did. And the mission accomplished. Good for them. Um, yeah, and now that, that ended like an eight-game uh, winning streak, or losing streak, should I say. And uh, I don't think that they uh, get back to back wins here. So, Canucks all the way. Yeah, I, I just can't trust the Canucks here at minus 215. If anything, I would play the Blackhawks at, at plus 185. Stolo. Stolo Nation. Here we go. There's the name of the tribe here. Stolo Nation Civil War. Hell yeah. It Hell looks like, yeah. Yeah, it looks like the, the, the Canucks uh, just remembered they, they should be tanking or else they're just not playing as well as they should be. Lost four in a row. Did not. I mean, Joel said they, they showed up early, but faded against uh, Seattle there. I think Seattle was on a back-to-back too, which is even worse for them. So... Yeah, Blackhawks plus 185. I think there's some value there. Maybe take the over six and a half minus 120. Uh, Demko's been been bad the past few games after having a decent stretch, and the Blackhawks are the Blackhawks. So yeah, take the over six and a half minus 120 and lean to the Blackhawks plus 185. You're leaning on those Blackhawks, eh, right? Ooh, always. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's gonna be some fucking. Um... Uh, cutouts of that clip there. Oh, hell yeah. He's going to be all over that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving down to the 10 p.m. time slot here. We got Los Angeles Kings against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas, baby. Uh, LA on the money line sitting at plus 110. Vegas on the money line at minus 130. Over-unders at 6. Over-pay now plus 100. The under sitting at minus 120. Potential, not confirmed. Could be, couldn't be. Potential Jonathan Quick revenge game here for the Knights. Who knows? Could be, could not be. Well, either way, he's been playing like fucking shit lately. I love the Kings in this game here, man. Uh, to me, this is one of those, uh, one of those. This is time of year where you got to look at the standings and say, hey, what the hell is going on here? Obviously, Vegas is in first in the Pacific by four or by three points, four points ahead of Vegas, three four, or against LA, three points ahead of uh, Edmonton here. Um, LA has a lot to play for, man. They're playing for potential home ice if they don't win the Pacific against Edmonton. Uh, so I think that LA is going to be coming out swinging here. They're definitely a good team. I know Vegas still a little bit banged up here. A couple injury, a couple guys on the injury bug. Uh, and I like what I've seen from the Kings team this year, man. They're peaking at the right time of year. Um, that Corpusello has been an absolute stud for them. Phoenix Coffee has been pretty good too here. So I like LA as dogs, man. Plus 110, I will take that. And uh, I think Vegas might be starting to get a little bit compliant. And uh, yeah, that's good enough for me as far as over under goes here. If Quick's in that, I'm taking the over six plus 100. So keep an eye on that. To me, that's a this is a variable here. So I'm going to be waiting to see who's starting. Yeah, I think I like the Kings here plus 110. I think they have been the, the better team recently. Vegas has been, you know, one, two of their past three, but they've been getting outshot a little bit. 
And uh, the Kings, you know, they're they've lost what three of their they've won six of their past nine. The losses, two of them were to Edmonton, no shame in that, and one was a two-one loss to the Flames. So they're playing well. They're playing a good low-scoring hockey. So give me the uh, Kings here plus one ten, and to lean to the I don't know the the, the quick revenge game does kind of scare me, but. Yeah, probably no play in the total. Just just give me the Kings at a plus 110. My line is minus 102 for the Kings. Love them here in this spot. Not buying into the Jonathan Quick revenge narrative at all for this one. Bull Knights have been 10th uh, worst in terms of expected goals, 4% in the last month. Uh, so, yeah, that that's barely above the Coyotes. And we saw them get thrashed by the fucking Sharks 7-2 and then the, uh, the Kraken like 6-1 or something like that. So, yeah, the Kings here are the better team, playing better right now. Still have everything to play for. They could pass the night still for the division if, if things break their way. Unlikely, but it's possible. And, uh, yeah, of course, they, it's a it's a playoff kind of game. So, even with Quick and Net, that fucking uh, useless uh, plug, um, his best days are behind him. Uh, I like the... I like the under six minus one twenty. I think both teams can play uh, competitive defense and uh, keep this game under seven goals fairly comfortably. Uh, but better play is definitely on the Kings money line plus one ten. Uh, I do like them to get it done in this spot. Uh, Vegas are, are a fade team uh, basically the rest of the way uh, until Mark Stone comes back. I'm not believing in this team at all. All right, here, moving on to the 10.30 p.m. time slot. We got the Arizona State University Coyotes against the Seattle Kraken. Game itself here is in Seattle. Uh, Arizona on the money line sitting at plus 290. Seattle on the money line at minus 350. Seattle on the puck line sitting at minus 135. The over-under is at 6.5. Uh, over sitting at minus 125. The under at plus 105 here. Oh, shit, bro. Shit. <laughs> Arizona <laughs> sucks, dude. They've lost eight in a row. They lost eight. They lost eight one in this game a few days ago. Oh yeah, like the writing's on the wall. You gotta go with Seattle on the puck line minus one thirty five here. Maybe even Seattle team total. Uh, yeah. Yeah, as far as over under, (laughs) fucking eight one, bro. Six and a half. Give me the over minus one twenty five. Arizona played just well enough a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago rather to take themselves out of that fucking. Great odds in the draft lottery, and now I just don't know what to think of this team. So give me what I said. Yeah, I love Seattle here on the puck line, minus 135. I don't know what, what Dave Hackstall's family, but they've been playing uh, great defensively, allowing 21 shots or fewer in uh, six straight games, including, yeah, they've, they've been great there. Past 10 games, best expected goals for percentage in the league at 61.45. Over the past 25 games, they're up in the top 10 there. So they found something. And as long as they get decent goaltending, they should be able to to beat decent teams. And the Coyotes are a bad team, especially on the road. So Seattle puck line, minus 135, is a, is a definitely a play for me. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Uh, my line is only at minus one. No, my, not minus one. It's actually a three. Minus 343 <laughs> for the Kraken. So yeah, you gotta you gotta lean to the Kraken here. Uh, of course, the Coyotes—they're <laughs> totally different teams at home compared to on the road. But uh, uh, the Seattle aren't a great home team, but still, considering they just beat them eight to one in a game that they uh, comfortably controlled, you can only look one way. I'm surprised that I don't, are these lines right? Minus one thirty-five in the puck line with a minus three fifty yes. money line. I, okay. I'm pretty sure. All right, that's that's uh, seems a little. 
much for me, but uh, I love yeah, it. It, it is correct, yes. What the fuck? I guess they don't consider the the Kraken to be a, an explosive uh, enough team to to win by a margin. But uh, minus one thirty five on the puck line is a great number, I think. Um, yeah, that that's a clear bet. Uh, if that's the case, I, I love that one a lot. I also uh, like the under. If uh, you can find a seven out there, you could find uh, an under seven in certain shady spots. But uh, at six and a half at plus 105 is a little light, but uh, definitely lean under anyway. Uh, even though it was an 8 1 game the other the other game, uh, I don't expect uh, that kind of onslaught from the Kraken. So should be lower scoring, but uh, better play is definitely that puck line of minus 135. I don't think that that's right, but uh, you guys can. Uh... <laughs> hey, I just looked you at it. You go look for yourself. Right. All right, yes, all right. Then fuck you can get 132 elsewhere. Yeah. The bookies are wrong, then. Okay. You, you probably them. get like plus 115 of sports interaction for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here. Uh, moving down to the 10:30 p.m. time slot. Last game on the docket here. We got the Colorado Avalanche against the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in San Jose. Uh, Colorado on the money line sitting at minus 230. San Jose on the money line at plus 195. Uh, Colorado on the puck line sitting at plus 115. The over under is a six and a half. Over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Jolie, last game on the docket here. It's your Avs. Bring us home, bud. Sure, yeah, we just saw this game a couple days ago. Avalanche clear in control for the first two periods. Sharks put up a performance in the third, but it was all about the performance of uh, Kakinen. I can't remember his first name, but uh, he was outstanding in that game. He he made some tremendous saves uh, throughout the first two periods. That's the only reason why this game wasn't a blowout. Uh, Avalanche totally dominated it. So well, we're going back to the well. My line, I didn't, I didn't adjust either of these teams at all. Um, actually, okay, well, we're assuming car plays, right? So minus two sixty-eight for the Avs here is my guess. Um, we don't know McCarr's status. That's the thing with these late, late season games. We don't know what these teams are thinking. It was a good, good time to rest McCarr, but uh, he he might play in this one. Um, yeah, he's still listed as day to day. Darren Helm, of course, day to day as well, but uh, he is insignificant to the line. Um, but yeah, Long Beach native coming back home once again to San Jose. That that gets a little bump. Uh, the Avs altitude broadcast paid a lot of love to him. Maybe a little bit too much love uh in terms of his mustache and all that shit but uh probably only one percent of the audience knows what i'm talking about uh, but the uh, point is give me the abs here we can find that regulation on them once again at minus 130 it did come through for us last time but uh it's got to come through for us this time because uh like i said uh Hackman was the difference in that one just uh some crazy lucky ridiculous saves that uh, prevented this game from being a blowout so, uh, yeah, with the Avalanche right in the mix for the division, we could see McCarr back for this one after getting his rest day. And uh, this line should go up if he plays. So, uh, quite like the Avs here in regulation, minus 130. It's Capo, by the way. Yeah. There it's, you it's, go. That's so easy to remember. Capo Kakinen. It's yeah. great. Yeah, I, I completely agree with, with Joel here. I, I love the Avs. I'm taking them on, on the puck line, plus 115. I just put that bet in now looking at recent games here. And people are people forget the Avs have a lot to play for they they could they're 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 leading the central right now a win keeps them definitely ahead of dallas with a game in hand so they have a lot to play for to get that first seed and play either winnipeg or calgary instead of having to play dallas or minnesota that's a that's a much different first round series for them they they saw they can't take the sharks lightly uh, last game so they're going to be 
getting up for this one. So uh, give me the Flames on or the the Avs here on the puck line plus 115. Uh, Sharks just not a good team, and uh, Tomas Hurdle I believe is out now after maybe he's not on the injury report, but he did leave last game. But even if he plays, the, the Avs puck line here is 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 a play for me. Yeah, you know, I, I said about the Stars, I said it about the Wild. You know, I got to say about Colorado too, man. They're, this is a battle for the Central. Obviously, they're probably going to be the team that gets it done here. And, you know, this is a, this should be, I don't want to sue it, but this should just be a free two points for them in, uh, in, uh, in with ease. So give me uh, give me Colorado. I guess I'll take them on the puck line plus 115. I do like that regulation play minus 135, but I feel like they should be able to win by two here. Uh, so I will take them on the puck line uh, over under. Mm, I wasn't listening. What did you guys pick? I didn't. I didn't say anything either. Holy fuck! <laughs> I'd probably take the over just because the Avs could score six themselves. But yeah, yeah. It, it's a pass total. Holy yeah. shit! The Rangers are up three nothing. Really? Yeah. That sucks. There goes that under. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> oh, I got the away goals. Come on, Lightning. <laughs> yeah, I got Tampa <laughs> on the money line, bro. Um. All right, yeah, I guess uh, fuck it, yo. I'll take the under in this one. Why can't Colorado uh, four nothing, four nothing game here, four one? Fair ban. I was gonna pop one. I like that kid. Uh, all right, that wraps it up, boys. Hell of a slate here. We're gonna move into our locked dogs in totals here. Uh, first place, Rian Ryan. He's sixty-seven and fifty-four on the year. He's running away with it. Uh, thir- up thirteen point five four units. Absolutely killing it. Uh, second place, we got Jolie, 65 and 56 on the year. He's up 8.27 units. Uh, and then myself, 63 and 58 in the year, up 1.84 units. Most importantly, though, collectively as a show, holy shit tits. Up 195 to 168 for our record. We are up 23.65 units. Jeez, I, I don't even remember what our numbers were last year. I, I, we should have. We should have remembered that, but we didn't. I'm sure we could go back, but we're probably not going to. But this is just insane, bro. Up 23.65 units. That's absolutely awesome here. Congrats to the boys. We're all killing it. Uh, Jolie, why don't you kick us off here, my man? What do you got? A couple things. Yeah, I was probably around minus 25 units, if I remember correctly. <laughs> That's pretty, so we're, we're pretty grim. <laughs> yeah, we're just 50, trying 50 to units win. that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're positive regression. Baby. The most, most improved hockey betting show in the world. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's dude. one way to swing it. Um, yeah, and another thing, uh, I would be able to. He's, Ryan's not running away with it. If it, it, it fucking no, town had, had one more show a week, maybe oh. I would uh, be able to catch <laughs> yeah, up to him. Let me just quit my job so you can fucking eat Gilbert in the fucking. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I could easily, easily lose four units here. Let's uh, not get ahead of ourselves. That's true. That's true. One, one, uh, one, one, one. Slate can swing it all. Anyway, if we can carry it over into the playoffs if we want to, too, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. No, we'll no, discuss no, it. no, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. no, no. I'm, no I'm a no, traditionalist. No. We gotta, we gotta stick with what we've done this far. Mm. All right, we're going with the Sabres money line against the Red Wings. Minus one fifteen. It's a better team, more to play for. Red Wings suck. Fuck it. Dog Blues plus one thirty five. Hail the Chief at home against the Rangers, who are dominating the Lightning apparently. And uh, there might be a left that spot too, so I uh, like that even more. Total Capitals Canadians under six and a half, minus one ten. I don't trust the Canadians' offense uh, lately, and uh, the Capitals' defense is uh, is good enough to get it done there. So uh, it's hard to see seven goals in that one. Yeah, I had a lot of plays I liked during the show. Thought about changing, but I, I'm sticking with what what I uh, wrote down here. Got my lock is the Islanders minus one fifteen against Tampa. Tampa down early against the Rangers. Maybe they will be. Save, save him for the Islanders game, but it's going to be Brian Elliott. So I think that's a good line there for the Isles. Uh, my dog is the Wild, plus 115. 
they're at Pittsburgh, uh, Mark Andre Fleury revenge game. Just uh, both teams got a lot to play for, and I think Minnesota is the better team. Then my total is uh, Hurricanes Predators under five and a half at plus one hundred. Uh, not, not impressed with either team's offense, and, and the goaltending should be good enough to keep it keep it low scoring there. All right, for myself, for my luck, baby. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs on the money line. Plus 130 versus Oh, I'm not going to twist? No, are you going to switch back? Hell no. All you mass holes sitting there in the Discord, you know I love you, but every one of you can just suck my fucking cock. Uh, For my dog, uh, LA Kings money line versus Vegas plus 110. I absolutely love the Kings in this game. I think we all talked about it earlier. Uh, They got a lot to play for here, and I think they're just the better team. Uh, Then as far as total, Ottawa, Florida, Switched it up over seven minus ten. There will be goals. You look at these past games, there's goals. You look at Ottawa, they're giving up goals. They're scoring goals. You look at Florida, they're giving up goals and they're scoring goals too, baby. So fuck if it's like a two-one game, I'm gonna be so pissed. But I'm taking the over seven minus one ten here. Uh, all right, consensus plays, boys. What do we got? All right, these are consensus bets that I am going to start tracking on a uh, spreadsheet that will be shared in the show notes and the Discord and the, on the Twitter. So if you if you object, please say you object, and I will take it off the list. Yeah, you can do it. We have the Wild plus one fifteen. We have the Capitals. Uh, uh, yeah. Sorry, we have, I forgot. We have the Capitals <laughs> minus one fifty five. We have the Islanders minus one fifteen. We have the Hurricanes minus one seventy five. A lot, lot of juice here so far. Uh, Kings plus one ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seattle puck line minus one thirty five. And then Colorado regulation at minus 135. Yeah, I dig that. Not a lot of totals, eh? Not a lot. I mean, I don't think any of us really feel, felt strongly about totals, and we just didn't discuss them then. Yeah, that's a good point, I suppose. All right, boys, this one's gone a little longer. Let's wrap this up. Everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man. Tons of stuff going on. We got a Masters this weekend, baby. Hell yeah. Uh, obviously, some good hockey coming up, too. We're getting to playoff time. NBA's getting to playoff time. NASCAR's doing its thing. F1's doing its thing. Uh, MMA's always going. People are fighting. Uh, baseball. Baseball's. Uh, there's games all the time. They play fucking a billion games a year, for Christ's sake. So there's definitely going to be some baseball on to watch. Uh, tons of good stuff. You can find all that information at the website. Go check out sportsgamblingpodcastnetwork.com. Read the articles, man. Lots of good effort goes into those. Those articles kick ass. So there's definitely lots you can learn, and it can kind of sway your outputs, your opinions when it comes to gambling on these uh, on these sports we just listed. And listen to the other shows. Everybody's killing it, bro. There's a lot of effort that goes into these shows, bro. So everybody, maybe not ours, but <laughs> all the other shows, people put a lot of effort in. Uh, so go check those out, bro. Uh, check out Ryan's other podcast, too. Baseball Money is Fake with him and Blake. Those guys absolutely kill it. Uh, yeah, man. So go check all that out. And, of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Always popping off. Always the place to be. Always welcome. Great support system. Always making money. Always having laughs, baby. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. Yeah, Discord has been great, and also getting reviews has been great. So make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, sg.pn slash hockey for Apple, sg.pn slash hockey yes for Spotify, and follow us on Twitter as well at HockeySGPN. We've been, been slacking a bit there, but I'm hoping to get some uh, graphics and clips up from this show. So make sure you give us a follow there at HockeySGPN. We'll give that Twitter guy a little bit of a pee-pee whack, and I'm sure he'll be fucking getting her going. Uh, all right, speaking of Twitter, guys, my name is Tal Jenkins. You can find me at uh, Tal underscore Jenkins 94. You can also find me sweating out 52 fucking bets on the Masters this weekend. Let's go, baby. 
I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Ryan. If I'm asking you guys, do you want to hear Masters bets or more NFL draft bets? Mm. Let's go Masters. Yeah. Short, short attention span for our listeners. Masters. Ryan Harmon, top lefty, plus 162. And uh, Mita Pereira, top debutante, plus 500. And Adrian Maroc, plus 1,200 for top debutante. Uh, the guy can uh, absolutely swing it, and you need to uh, get that driving distance in the uh, Masters course uh, at Augusta. And especially with the weather conditions, I think that these guys can absolutely hammer it down the course and uh, get an advantage on uh, some of the weaker players in the field. And, uh, yeah, well, if you fucking hit the thing down 300-plus yards every fucking hole, then uh, you're in a good position to win the fucking uh, competition with the other fucking rookies. Thought was like par will be 62 for you if that's the case. Eh? Uh, <laughs> shot at Bryson. I'll give one or two here. Uh, top English player, I'm taking Justin Rose plus 360. Uh, top debut player, I'm taking my boy Sahit Tagala plus 600. Ooh. And uh, ooh, yeah, spicy, right? And then I'll leave it at that. I got too many years to fucking go through. All right, everybody. Peace. Hey.